We are brought to you by Always Living. Head over to alwaysliving.com. Pick yourself up a snapback, a dad hat, a beanie. It's getting cold, a t-shirt, a tank top, a long sleeve. Uh, I go, over, go there for the hats. You know I'm wearing them all the time. Head over to that website, alwaysliving.com. Use promo code VGM for 25% off your order. Follow them on Instagram, alwaysliving. Go out, do some fun stuff wearing your hat. Tag them on Instagram. Maddie will post that back up for you. We are also brought to you by Stitched. We were lucky enough to uh, get down there and have some fun last night. Uh, Stitched is the, the best spot in Las Vegas, the best spot in the world to get a suit. Head down to the Cosmo, uh, Stitched on the second floor. Uh, get in there, walk around, check everything out. Have one of those Ricky, Jess, uh, Sam, any of those guys in there help you out. Get set up with the best looking suit in the game. Customize it, get one off the rack, have it tailored. They also have a great selection of shoes. Get in there. Follow them on Instagram at Stitch Life. Go to the website, uh, stitchlifestyle.com. You can listen to these episodes just like always on the podcast app on your iPhone, also on Spotify. If you're going to watch, get on YouTube and hit that subscribe button. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Vegas.Golden.Mikes and on Twitter at VegasMikes. Shit, I literally have nothing to do right now. We don't want to ruin the story now. All right, so we're, yeah, we're, now we're going. Okay, so we are here. Uh, we have a uh, special episode today. We are we're getting charitable. Uh, we're very excited about it. Uh, brought in um, a good friend, Scott Dysinger. He played at UNLV. We were never teammates, but uh, another one of those guys that we we connected through baseball. Um, we're both alumni of the Rebs, but a lot of friends that uh, have crossed. I mean, we played with the same guys a lot of the way, and, oh, yeah. and another uh, Chambers connection there. I mean. It's been yes. a rough couple of days. We talked about that in, uh, last night uh, with Libo and Brian. Uh, we probably spent like 15, 20 minutes talking about it, just kind of um, like get just getting it out, you know, like just with, with the boys. And it, it, it was good to um, kind of talk about it. But, I mean, if you want to say anything about yeah, it's him. it's hard. Like, I mean, I played with him for him for four years, you know, all my whole college career between CSN and UNLV. I kind of went with him to UNLV. Try and pull we, that just a little bit. We, like, uh, it, yeah, you can move it. So just, You know, we definitely had our differences, that's for sure. <laughs> but, uh, and he gave me an opportunity to play college baseball, and he was always there for me. It's, it's an unfortunate event. I really feel for the family, and ho hopefully they're doing okay. Yeah. I mean, what's going to be uh, – I mean, it's you. You look at. I mean, it's obviously a really shitty situation, but all the people that, um, all the guys that he impacted are going to come back, and that's that's the Chambers family. Like, everywhere. yeah, exactly. And 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 we're we're not going to hesitate to help them. We're there for them, and and whatever, like we were talking about, whatever it is this week that we're going to, that we can um, support them and honor him. Like, we'll be there. And uh, just the word opportunity, we threw that out there last night a bunch. Like, he gave so many people an opportunity. Um, yeah, and around forever. Yeah, it's crazy. Between Gorman, CSN, UNLV, I mean, he touched every level here in the Las Vegas Valley as far as baseball goes. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's crazy, but uh, we'll get um, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna honor him. We're gonna remember him. Uh, people are never gonna forget what he did for baseball here. But uh, the reason that Dice is here today is uh, we're almost at the beginning of November. So uh, previous to this year it's only been November to me I've never taken part in anything like this uh, I'm not really sure uh, I'm gonna chalk it up to the fact that I've been a shitty human for the first <laughs> 28 years of my life but no no it's it's not known yeah it's 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 really not and honestly like uh my first like when we first started this I'm like okay I have to do I have to get charitable which I mean just as a human like I have to I, sh I need to do that just to be yeah. a good person but um now that I have time to really like invest into something, uh, this was my first real thought, and you were the first guy that I thought of. Um, just November, my even when I hear that, I think of you. Just like literally, I have the image in my head, just ingrained of you with that mustache. So um, I've <laughs> yeah. seen you post on social media the last couple of years. Uh, I mean, I guess since we've since we've known each other. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm gonna let you take over and and explain your involvement here and and what we got coming up in the next month. So as far as my involvement, it kind of started with uh, working for the fire department. And uh, a guy that I work with, one of our captains, Mike Sayuda, he kind of brought this to our department because uh, his father and his wife's father uh, passed away early. And uh, they wanted to raise awareness for the cancers, mental health, all of that as far as men go. We don't really 
do that. We don't talk about men's health. And, and the biggest one, we never talk about mental health. Uh, it just doesn't happen. Um, so he kind of brought that to our department about eight years ago. And then he's kind of run with it. And I, last year, I'd always been a little bit involved trying to do what I could. But last year was the, my biggest involvement. And I'll just continue to get more involved in this foundation as far as, uh, you know, signing up with the Movember Foundation. We do a thing within our department that uh, we all sign up. Well, we try and sign up and get as many donations as we can, spread the word, because, like you said, you, you had never heard of it yeah. until, until more recently. So no, just nobody knows. We're just spreading that word and try and get the word out there through mustache, through the uh, you know social media, whatever we can to uh, get people more aware of, of men's health. And this year, the biggest... Uh, portion of this foundation uh, for us because we had one of our, our brothers in the fire department take his own life uh, a couple months ago uh, is the mental health and suicide prevention. Uh, like I was just talking about, just nobody talks about it. Nobody wants to open up and talk about how they're feeling, guys. They typically they just don't feel comfortable talking about yeah. things going on in their life, what's bothering them, stresses. They just keep it all inside. They don't they don't want to talk to anyone about it, but we need to be more open. We need to be better with our friends and family if we see any differences and kind of let everyone know that it's okay to not be okay. We just need to talk about it and be there for each other and do whatever we can to uh, you know, help each other. So this year I'm kind of taking a bigger role in the, uh, the Movember Foundation through our department. We, uh, every year we, you know, we make our T-shirts. We sell those through uh, Heroic Supply. They, they donate uh, the money to the Movember Foundation. When we sign up on the, the website for themovember.com, all that money goes to them. We put on a party that will be uh, in December, early December this year. We get a, a bunch of people to donate things, and all the money goes to the foundation. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's obviously, like, you just uh, went off on a lot of stuff. Uh, and we're going to break – I mean, this whole thing, we're gonna, we'll oh, walk yeah. through, like, what uh, – exactly, like, how you can sign up um, – the way it works is you can sign up individually, but you can also join a team. So Dice is a member of Henderson uh, Fire Department, and they're uh, huge supporters of Movember, and it's I've, I'm able to jump on their team. So even though I'm uh, not a badass firefighter like you guys, I can still <laughs> jump in and, and help this cause. And anytime um, we've had, I mean, obviously Wags was on here. We're, we're uh, first responders. Like, that's that's huge for us, and we, yeah. we want to, like— I really, I enjoy the link of talking, like, I mean, we can get to what it's like to go from a locker room to, like, the station, and, and yeah. what, but right now, the mental health thing, which um, is, there's part of the, part of November is a 60 mile, um, basically, it's like a challenge, right, so, uh, just a challenge to walk 60 miles, run 60 miles throughout the month, uh, to represent the 60 men that we lose to suicide each hour of every day um so i mean this is straight off the website this is uh i mean that's a good enough reason right there my initial thought was like 60 miles and i read it and then i read realized what the stat was I'm like yeah. oh shit then they're like i'm i'm, I'm doing that like yeah, whether right. i'm walking or running uh but the the suicide the mental health um i think a lot you you touched on like people just like we just bottle it up mm -hmm. and it doesn't it's it's funny to me that i guess it's just a pride thing for guys and they don't want to talk about it and but like you spent your entire life in a locker room i did mike did we've had a support group around us exactly. like right next to you and those guys like whether they're like in the infield with you their lockers next to you they're a different position like at any point in time if you went to a guy and said hey man can i talk to you like they would have listened. Like yeah. I would have listened to a teammate if they, they had some shit on their plate. But it was like, may, oh, it's like maybe they'll think I'm dumb. Like maybe this is stupid. And and now like looking back, um, I mean, there's even times now like stuff. Yesterday, I mean, yesterday was a perfect day. Like I, exactly. I just tried to like for a while, tried to um, kind of hold it in, and I had mixed emotions. Like Mike and I spent a big chunk of the morning talking about it. I had to go for a walk because it was like I was on the phone with a lot of people because people were asking me what happened and. Um, I had uh, uh, Eric Nielsen, which I, you know yes, him, right? So he's always my guy to go to when I'm like, I'm rattled. And like, he called me, he's like, dude, just let it out. Like, you got to like, talk to me, say whatever you got to say, call whoever you got to call. But like, you can't like, don't bottle this up. Like it's, and it's just like, fuck, like, I don't know why you, why people even hesitate to, 
to like, like let it out and just put it out there. Like, what you, if you're gonna, if I come to you and say, hey man, like I need to talk to you about something, and I say, like, dude, that's fucking stupid. Like, then you're not. My, I'm not just gonna. I'm just gonna delete your number. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you're not no. surrounding yourself with people like that. Exactly. You shouldn't be around people that aren't supportive of you. If you feel like you can't talk to somebody, then they're they're not your friend. Yeah. Like, getting it out is the first step. Just getting it off yourself. And like yesterday, that that sucked. It was a terrible situation. One of the coaches from here died. We all played for him, and, like, it sucks. He impacted so many lives, and that hurts us inside. And if we just bottle that up and continue with all the other everyday stresses that, that occur, one day we're just going to explode. So we have to, each time that comes across, we just got to talk about it, talk yeah. to someone. Well, then I think, like, uh, it's honestly going to be a – it's just one of those things where if whether it's tomorrow night, if the, if we go to CSN and everyone yeah. gets together, um, it's going to be a lot of hugs and it's going to be a lot of um, everybody's. I guess everyone's going to be in the same situation. So it's not like you can hide from hide from it. So everyone's going to no. be there supporting each other, um, supporting the family. But I mean, it's not not only in death, but in any situation, like whether it's stress at home or at work. Uh, if you have people or the right people around you, like they're the ones to go to. And it's not like you can't, you're not going to solve any problems by yourself. And I think, uh, like I figured that out to like, just, I mean, with baseball, like, Hey, I don't know how to do this, man. Like you, you know how to do it. Like, can you show me what you're doing? Like how to hit a curveball? like whether like just a teammate, a guy that's playing or not, like just, we've always had a support group built into our lives and it's almost like we, we ignored it. And I yeah, think I was there, but did we <laughs> really use it how we should? I don't know. Yeah, I think, I mean, we, they were like, the, your teammates, and we partied together, and like, we bitched about stuff together, but I don't know if we really like, I mean, it, if you look back, like how powerful it could have been if we actually like dealt with the, like helped each other out with the shit outside of it. Um, I mean, how which much I- closer do you think we all would have, I mean, everyone is really close now. Mm -hmm. What would that be if we were always talking to each other about everything else in life? Yeah, it's it's so weird to think back, like, Cause if you, I mean, I can think of situations where guys had drama with their girlfriend and my just like, instead of like listening to it and actually realizing what it was or, or just like drama period, like, ah, dump that dumper <laughs> like, or whatever, yeah. you know, like there's the exactly. solution like, oh, like, oh, actually maybe it could be like a real problem that could be solved. And it's like, but my solution to that was just like, oh, I'll get rid of them. But, um, so my just sidetracking, what's the difference for you between being in a locker room and being at a station? I think it's just the sheer number of people. Like, when baseball, we had the whatever, 30-something dudes in the locker room. Now, at my station, we ju I just have five other people. Where it's, So it's just smaller, but it's the same type of thing, minus we actually, like, live each other for the two days. Yeah. So where I would have the locker room or the baseball field that we would go to, and that was kind of my time with them. This is two days with these people. It's like family. Yeah. So you, can, you can't get away from it. It's similar. Uh, definitely similar and that's like one of the major things that i do like about the fire service is that team setting the camaraderie like it's the same thing i had growing up that's the only yeah. thing i've ever known so was that a um i mean for some a lot of a lot of people that i know that are that are um, in fire or trying to get in like that's what they've wanted to do their entire lives so was that was it something that you knew you wanted to do when baseball was over or was it something that you were looking to get back into that team kind of environment uh, so one of my best friends growing up his uncle was a Clark County firefighter and I went to uh, some of his stuff growing up when I was probably like around 12 and seeing the live burns I was like oh wow that's pretty cool I was young 12 yeah. what did I think Fire. Then? <laughs> oh I'm gonna play I'm gonna play professional baseball like yeah. everybody else yeah. but let's get real it's the odds are it's not going to happen, so yeah. we all need to look at something else in life. And, you know, I wanted to play college baseball, get the education, get a degree, do all of that, you know, continue to play. And then I get to, got to a point where I got to start doing something as far as a career. I got to do something else. I'm not going to be able to play this forever. I love it. I miss it. But I, I'm not going to make it. So let's, yeah. let's <laughs> do something else. So uh, from that, as soon as I graduated at UNLV, I just – dove right into that took four years it took a while it's a long process that's what yeah i mean it's that's not, what i've uh, it's not easy that's the really the main thing i've come to understand from getting into it is that it's just a long process and it's a grind and it, yeah. but if you're really um i guess like anything if you're really committed to doing it like that four years is like it's just you're paying your dues i guess um, exactly and you always you have to 
you can't expect the very first time you go apply for the position of firefighter that you're going to get hired. It's not it's not like other places where you go to, you know, wherever you do a job interview, there's a few candidates maybe. It's like thousands of people that apply and there's a process and you know, depending on what you've done to get to that point, there's other people with more experience yep. and they're a paramedic, they're they have been a firefighter, they have college degrees, they did this, that, the other. There's better candidates. So yep. that four years I spent the whole time trying to progress myself and get to the point of eventually getting hired yeah so okay i guess this is kind of a this might be it might might excuse me might make me sound stupid but uh people like there's so many people trying to get in because i mean like benefits the work schedule mm -hmm. like what happens that's that's the appeal to it for a lot of people right yeah so my like my thing is like all the shit going on in california it's like my immediate thought is like why don't we have more firefighters and it's like that shit's going on, but it's like why? Like I saw, I mean, my, my family lives in Northern California. I grew up there, and so it's like these. Spot, I played baseball in a lot of these spots that are on yeah. fire, and it's like oh shit! Like I remember being there, like or like high schools in Sonoma, like or Santa Rosa. Like we played junior college there, and the whole place is like burned to the ground, and it's like holy shit! And then you look there, there's a thousand firefighters trying to contain this, and it's twenty-seven thousand acres. I'm like, what the fuck are a thousand guys going to do yeah, that? Like, happen. but then it's like. I guess it's the cost, but it's like at, at what point it's like, fuck it, spend the money and have all these guys. And, and the perfect thing is like, we have a buddy that's a Navy SEAL. He's 20 or an ex Navy SEAL. He's uh -huh. 25. Um, and he was down in Coronado. He lived down there when he was done. He still had places and his, like, he didn't want to be a SEAL anymore. He was done, but it was like, I want to be a part of that team thing. But he also wanted to be, like it was something new. Fire was never, I don't think it was ever in his plan, but it was like a challenge. Like, oh shit, I got to learn this. Like yeah. I might die at work. Like something, you never know what's going to happen. And he's trying to find spots to go, like just get into Academy. And he's like, I didn't get in here. I didn't get in here. I'm like, you're, dude, the Navy you're a SEAL. Navy SEAL. Like Come on. How, how many like people have you killed? First of all, but like how many lives have you saved? Like that we don't even the know training about. training that he's put through yeah. everything there. Bro, he went, he started training his senior I mean, I gotta get him at some point he thinks he's not interesting which is insane to me um but he, he's like a little brother to me that i'm like scared of because he's just a killing machine <laughs> it, but, he, but his senior year of high school he was like i'm gonna be uh i'm gonna join the navy and he went in and they, he did all the tests like hey man you, you can go straight into buds like you're gonna be a seal and going through all the training and he's like telling me about all the torture training and he's got a smile on his face he's like dude it's no big deal like I'm going to be a SEAL at the end of it. I'm like, ah, oh, most people, like, there's no way they would go through it with that attitude. But no. when they get out, they might want to just relax and do something different. I, I'm, I'm not sure because I haven't been in the military. But it's, he's like, I want to get back into the shit. Like, I want to go do the stuff that most people aren't willing to do. And he still can't get in anywhere. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's a process. It's a grind. And yeah. besides getting more education, I don't know that there's anymore that he could do besides yeah. i don't know which that's crazy that the education is the is the part of it where it's like oh that's not that resume is not good enough the shit that he went through like think of all the training yeah. and like compared to i don't know what the training that you had to do i imagine it was a pain in the ass but like his is just on steroids. Oh, there's no doubt that he can do the job <laughs> but there's no yeah. doubt in my mind yeah uh, so he uh he ended up moving to scottsdale because of there was a like a he had a better chance of getting in uh -huh. wherever and a couple weeks ago they called him hey sorry man like some some other guy got it like you were the first guy off the list and then he's like he calls or i'm talking to him he's like dude i don't like wh what else can i do i don't know shit like why are you asking me but then they ended up calling him back and like you know what like we're adding you like we want you it's just like finally like someone realized like oh shit like that might be the guy that saves our lives yeah. in any situation or like he might look at something a little different and, and it's really exciting for him because now he's fired up and he can sink his teeth into it and um it's just cool to see, like, he know he knew that he couldn't do a job that was just him because he was thinking about like, like, kind of like being privately contracted. Like, I don't know how that works when you're an ex-military, but like working yeah, for know. whatever. But then, or doing private security stuff like that, and he's it's all like loner stuff. You're all on your own. He's like, I want to, I want to have that brotherhood and know that these guys have my back, which is why I think. Um, 
I'll use obsessed for like first responders, but like police officers, firemen, like even, like paramedics. Were you a paramedic at all? Or? I am a paramedic now. Oh, you're a paramedic right now. Okay. Like just that whole, like, I don't know. You guys are running into shit when everyone's running away and you all have, each, if someone doesn't have your back, shit's going to hit, like, it's not going to go okay. So yeah. that, it's just like a respect thing. I mean, it's an athlete. It's a um, first responder, whatever it is. It's the same kind of thing, but there's a line that's crossed when it goes from athletics to your job where it's like, I might not, there's a chance I might not come home. And, and it's, a, it's a little different for, it might not be different, but for uh, fire than police, but you still, you're running into fucking buildings that are on fire. That's always and, a possibility. That's why you train. Yeah. Trying to be the best you can at, at your skill, your craft. I don't mean to scare you about your own job, but <laughs> I, I know what I signed up yeah. for. I know what I'm getting into. Uh, it is what it is. I love it. Uh, I love the crew I work with. I love the people I work with. It, for the most part, it, it's awesome. There are those days that are tough. Certain calls are definitely like anything to do with a kid. Those calls suck. Yeah. It's just terrible. And especially like having a kid, that's all I can think about anytime those calls come out. Then obviously I do my job. And then after the call, I'm like, oh man, all I can think about is my son. Yeah. I, I yeah, I, I can't imagine. I mean, I'm just from hearing stories from Nielsen. Um, just the stuff that he walks into and he's, it's, it's not, it doesn't seem like anything like you, you're kind of just seeing stuff until like you said, it's a kid and you, it relates to you and yeah. then it just sticks with you. Um, so I think that that's a, I'm glad you brought him up. Uh, how does being a dad change your approach to going to work every day? You know what I mean? Like what, like obviously you got to get home to him, but like you, you're a, you the biggest role model in the world for him. Like my dad's a fireman. Like he's walking around. Like I, I, to me, like it just seems like you gotta be his hero. Yeah. I, or does he not even realize it yet? No, that dude is all into fire. Every okay. time I come home, <laughs> he has his little turnouts he puts on. He says, Oh dad, I gotta go to work. I'm like, oh, okay, buddy. And he goes, <laughs> puts out the fire. He comes back. He's always talking about saving lives. That's awesome. He, oh, he's absolutely so cool. amazing. He's a crack up, but yeah, like that's what I have to come home to. Like, I'm definitely motivated to come home after work. Like yeah. there, there is no option of me not coming home. Obviously, it's a possibility, but uh, going back to uh, statistically speaking, uh, like first responders, they're more likely to die by suicide than anything in their job. That's crazy. Like it, with firefighters that just passed, uh, it was cardiac disease and cancer. Now it's suicide is the leading, leading cause of firefighters. Like, that's kind of where we've evolved into in today's time like we don't die at work we die because of the stresses and what we just don't talk about and get help with yeah that, i mean that's just like i i've never even considered that um that's that's heavy um so this like i the mental health conversation it's how do we get that number? How do we get heart attacks and <laughs> to pass the suicide? I mean, I'm not like I it's it's at a point like I mean, it's ridiculous. The stuff um, I mean, we talked last night about like bullying and, and all just like stresses on people. Um, that's this is a different one. The shit that you're seeing at work um, that you got to take home with you and I mean, you gotta, there's, it's not like you go home and talk to your kid about it. Like you, there's, yeah, there, there's, there's certain no conversation. Yeah. There's that. certain situations where it's like, maybe you just force you guys to sit in a room and talk it out. Like, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not a therapist or anything, but, um, that that's, there has to be something done to bring that number down. We do have things in place after critical calls or calls that, uh, people could be affected by, or, uh, we go sit down and talk about it and talk about, um, you know, healthy ways to kind of relieve the stress of that call and reach out for help if you need it. But that's kind of been there and it's progressing and getting better, but we have to be even better. Yeah. I mean, which is what you guys are doing. And, and yeah. it's, um, I'm, I'm very proud to be on your team when it comes to Movember and, and the Henderson of fire team. Um, and, and I'm going to do as much as I can this month to, to help, promote this and and what's funny is the the mustache is the best conversation starter so it's, it's like crazy if you have a must just in college dude we had yeah. we all did the mustache people were like oh cool mustache and like why do you have a mustache and like well it's just like hey well, let me tell you yeah sweet yeah. let me tell you like and this is what's cool is um i mean obviously just 
a week ago, I didn't know anything about this, but um, clearly it's important to you guys to get this message out. And I think it's something that should catch on faster than it is. Like you said, guys aren't like really willing to talk about this, but um, when you see somebody like, like yourself, a fireman, your entire fire station, um, ex-baseball players, whatever it is, joining this cause and talking about it, it might tell like somebody, a high school kid that's a baseball player, like yeah. that it's okay to like talk about some stuff. And, and if it means them reaching out to us, like that's awesome as much as we can help. And, yeah, and, and you said it any, any way that we can help and get the word out, we got to do it. And the fact that uh, you just said that suicide is the number one thing with fire or first responders yeah. like now it makes me want to do it even more like these like the people that are heroes i mean I, I look up to you like obviously because of your job there's so many people here that i you don't know like i mean why don't i know like five people that are in law enforcement and, and fire it's like the thousands of men and women in las vegas and just like around the country that like this isn't getting talked about it needs to get spread out and uh it's it like it's kind of baffling me that it, it this something like this hasn't become bigger and it, it's it bothers me that I, I haven't got involved but i'm very excited to yeah just to going be back involved. to that number you said earlier about the 60 miles that that's 60 people 60 guys every hour are dying by suicide like that number is unacceptable it's outrageous how how that could be happening is just beyond me like obviously something has to be done that's crazy that's if you think about every hour we're not talking about day week month every hour that's that was mind-blowing that number i was like oh wow because i knew it was a lot but when you put it in kind of perspective like that like whoa yeah definitely once you once you when you break it down to the minutes and the hours and it's just like the six, 60 miles seems like a lot it's i mean two miles a day and my initial thought was just because i haven't done anything really that physical i'm like doing yoga and like i walk my dog that's it but yeah um i looked at it and my initial thought was like holy shit that's scary and but when you get to the second line it says that's 60 miles for the 60 men we lose to suicide each hour and uh i th like you said it's just unacceptable and especially amongst a group like yourself like somebody that like you you guys whether it's you or someone in your station or someone on one across las vegas or in california whatever it is the guys fighting the fires like saving lives you guys should be the ones that we take care of the most and it's, it's an issue that like, I mean, it's veteran, it's always an argument like veteran support, but it's this, it's in the same category, Absolutely. Like whether you 100%. went and, like overseas and fought for us or you're here saving lives. Like it doesn't matter the treatment. Like, I don't, I, I don't know what it is for you guys, but whatever it is, is isn't enough because of uh, those numbers. And that's, that 60 men isn't, um, just first responders. It's just men in general, but even, I mean, just in your, your click and your group, like that shouldn't be the number one cause. And no, that's I mean, clearly we don't have an answer for it because it's so prevalent, but that's what this is all for, raising awareness and let's figure it out. Let's figure it all out together because yeah. no one person is going to be able to do this by their own, but if everyone can get together, raise awareness, donate, do whatever they can individually, helping out friends, family, noticing things, hanging out with your friends, like... I'm sure everyone feels a little bit better when they're hanging out with their friends, family. Yeah. Like we just get so caught up in everyday life and what we think we should be doing that whatever, you know, we should be working every day and doing this, doing that and all those stresses. And we also have to take care of ourselves, do what makes us happy and make sure we're there for friends and family. Yeah. So, I mean, before we get into, uh, like we'll explain how to sign up, what to, how the challenges, what we, what you can do to spread the word. Um, but obviously, like you go to work, you some days you probably or some of your shifts, I imagine, are like kind of laid back. Like yeah. there's probably some stuff. But then, like you said, there's the ones that are heavy. Um, so, like personally, what are you, what are you doing? Um, I mean, I, this is kind of this is weird. I'm, the mental health conversation is something that I, I like. You said it. We've kept it. Like you keep it to yourself, and I'm, I'm yeah. I need to do a better job of of like talking about it but i'm excited this month to learn how to talk about it you know and how to bring light to it but like um just for you like how do you deal with that shit because that's it's heavy like i know i don't i can't like i don't know a single story of what you've seen but i imagine there's been some heavy shit where you've gone home and had to deal with it so what's what's your process uh by pro so like i had a pediatric call a few weeks ago that was rough it 
it sucked because uh, obviously, like I said, the whole kid thing. So the first thing I did was try to FaceTime my kid because I just want to see him. That makes my day better. It makes me happy. Uh, that's what I wanted to do. But then uh, the following day, we had to sit down as a crew with our critical incident stress management team and do a debriefing. And we just talk about it. We open up, you know, how'd the call go? What do you, what, what did you see? And just open up. And that's kind of like the first thing, get whatever off your chest. Mm -hmm. And it's not a, oh, we could have done this better. We did this wrong or we did this good. It's just a talk about the call. Yeah. Uh, just like for any other person that's not in like a first responder, talk about whatever is going on. And I know it's hard. Like people just don't want to open up. And that's where the whole friend thing, like we're not forced to do this. But when everyone else is kind of doing it, you're more likely to be involved. So, like, if you have a good friend group and you can reach out or see, like, if something's going on with someone and just talk to them, like, that's essentially kind of what we're doing. Um, and then it's just trying to take healthy ways of going out about it and relieving that stress, whether it's working out. Uh, you know, a lot of people, they tend to drink or whatever. That's not that's the opposite direction that's like yeah. a depressant that's not going to help you so whatever it is getting out traveling going to watch sports i don't know whatever it is that makes you happy go do it yeah like that's that's kind of where i'm at with it and what's kind of helped me so far and pretty much it's all involved being with my kid seeing him hanging out with him go to the park play baseball do whatever his little firefighter thing that he wants yeah. to do and hang out with him like that works for me uh, obviously, each person is going to be different, and that's kind of figuring out what works for you and how what's going to be best for you and how you go about relieving all these stresses, whether it's work, family, marriage, whatever. Yeah, you get a built-in little relief because he's, I mean, just from all, oh, anytime yeah. I've been around him, he's a freaking ball of energy, and he's cute as hell, too, which is great. Oh, he's awesome, and he's all about the mustache. He does, oh, Dad, <laughs> he'll see me doing it, and he's like, oh, Dad, I need to do mine. I'm like, okay dude he'll, here he'll get the little comb and he'll do it and then he does this little twirly thing twist i'm like oh shit that's funny, that's funny. how old is he now uh, he's gonna be four in january jeez he'll rock the mustache i i order a, a little pack of mustaches during november and he, he'll wear them that's so cute man he's yeah. funny and he what's what's been cool honestly is i mean we really don't know each other that well yeah. it's just kind of been uh just in like at alumni games or when you came out to practice, whatever it is. Yeah. But it's like, we automatically have the connection. It's like, Hey, we played with the same guys. We know we're friends with the same people. Yeah. So it's like, we didn't really have a choice. Like, I don't even know if we were ever even introduced to each other. It was just like, Oh yeah, that's, that's dice. Like what's up, man? Like that. Yeah. Uh, but being in a situation like not there's, I mean, you're, you're a single dad, right? Yes. Okay. You have, that kid has 15, 20 uncles that like literally oh, he's yeah. around all the time. Like, oh, it's everyone. It's which is great. And it's just to me, like he seems like just even at alumni games, like he knows when he's there, like all the people there are his boys. And it's like, oh, hey, hey, like he was a little shy when yeah. you first introduced me to him. But then it was like, OK, like dad showed me this guy's cool. And it was just like I'm on the field like everyone's tight. And I'm just imagining like. He doesn't have a choice. Like, he's got to be a stud. <laughs> Hopefully. We'll see. Yeah. Whatever he wants to do, he does. Yeah. But what's what is what's his, like, I mean, obviously, he's big. I mean, if he graduates high school and becomes a fireman, like, that's awesome. Or uh, cool. Whatever. Thing. But, like, does he have, is he a sport that he's, like, elevating to? or? Uh, so, of course, like, he hasn't really had a choice but to like baseball because that's really the only sport I truly 100% care about. Yeah. I'm getting into the hockey thing because of the Golden Knights. Of course, got to support the local team. And he's totally digging that. He yeah. loves the hockey. Go Knights, go. He'll be yelling, <laughs> watching the TV. We went to a game. He had a blast. So he's into that. But uh, I don't know. Whatever he wants to do, he, he hasn't really gotten the concept of catching the ball yet so uh well, he's four yeah. well, i know so. <laughs> i know we, it's a work in progress yeah. he, he can hit all right he throws pretty decent uh, we go out every once in a while i'm not fortunate upon him whatever yeah. he wants to do he wants to do i don't it doesn't matter to me just do something yeah i don't care what it is he's we'll, not you know we'll let him play point. video games and uh, no he doesn't just sit there and do that all day yeah. every day he's... soccer basketball i don't care do it all yeah whatever figure, sport out, what, it figure is. out what you want to do that's kind of um i don't i how old are you 30 30 okay so he's four you're already way ahead of me but i've always like 
when I was growing up, I'm like, oh, my kid's going to be a baseball player. Like, cause I was, and my brother was, my yeah. dad was, it was like, I don't have a choice. But then as we got, like, as I got a little further into baseball, like junior college and college, and then even after, like, especially getting to pro ball and realizing like having the experience that I had, it was yeah. just shit. And it was like, okay, maybe I've thought about this the wrong way. Like I haven't really thought about parenting a ton, but I'm like, I don't necessarily want my kid to play baseball or sports, whatever it is. I just want them to do whatever they want to do a hundred percent, like put, exactly. put the effort into it that, which is, I hope, I mean, what's going to be funny is like when he gets old enough, like everybody in town is going to know who he is. Like he's not going to be able to get away with anything. And he's going to know that like his dad's a hey, fireman. <laughs> yeah. But like, th just think about like, I mean, by the time he's, Eight, 16 or even a freshman in high school the amount of like law enforcement first rounder that he's been around no matter where he goes like he's going to be recognized like hey you're dice's kid like what the hell are you doing yeah but also in the same sense like of getting in trouble whatever he's doing like none of i mean who's your best friend here who's who's probably his like like that's closest to him of your buddies between Devin and Trevor. Okay, so if either one of them go to him and say something like, you can't go to a game, they're there. Like, he's got to listen to them. You know what right. I mean? Like, he just has, luck, luck, like, hope everyone has that athletic attitude where it's like, hey, man, you're going to be good. Like, you're going to work your ass off at this. And, I mean, it, it might not be like that, but, like, when Mike has a kid, I'm not going to let him be a slapdick. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to want him. You can't like, do that. You, you want know, the best for him. Yeah. You got to push him. Yeah. But I just seen so many like growing up and seeing other parenting styles and how sports were forced upon kids to the point where it makes them miserable. It's like, I dude, don't it's want most that. It's, it's most crazy. baseball. Just because you're trying to live through your own kid or something yeah. on what you wanted to do and think they can do it, that doesn't that doesn't work. Like don't make <laughs> them miserable because yeah. of your dream. Like whatever he wants. I would love if he played baseball, of course, because baseball is my sport. But And you could teach him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I might be able to yeah. help him out with a thing or two. Uh, but if he doesn't want to play, will it suck? Yeah, but I'm not going to be pissed at him. Yeah. Then you're just going to give you an opportunity to learn another sport yeah. and like learn it with him. All right, let's do something else. Just I don't know about the whole golf thing because I can't hit the ball straight. You're not a golfer? I can't hit that damn thing straight. Well, neither can I. I haven't golfed my entire life. <laughs> it's still. Fun. I'll go out there and yeah. do it. I play. I don't know. Maybe once a year. But yeah. It's a, that's it's just a good. Uh, that's always a fun spot to get out and get guys golfing because he just puts you in. Like, we were all good athletes. Like we were good baseball players, and you get out there and golf is so humbling. You're like, damn, maybe I'm not that yeah. good of an athlete. No, and this is way hard. It's very humbling. Um, so I mean, let's let's get into the the whole process here. So uh, what I did, you go, you can. I went to us.movember.com, um, which you can do it online. I did it on my iPad, which is super easy. Uh, but you can also download the app, uh, which is just Movember Mobile. And on the app, um, you can sign up. But the the funny thing is, like, you can track your mustache. So yes. um, you can do like, I'm kind of I'm in between like. I could spend the month growing the mustache, but the first two weeks are going to be kind of sketchy. I'm going to, I think I'm just going to shave the beard down and cheat like you. Oh yeah. I cheated out of the last two years. I've cheated. It kind of started with, um, I was going to do my paramedic internship and it was my preceptor was the guy who is, uh, our Movember dude. And I was like, well, I'm just, I'm going to rock a mustache. And then that was, I started in September and I was like, oh, I'm just going to do it for my internship. Well, that's September, October. I'm like, well, well, then I have to keep it for November. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to be 30 in January. Shit, I'm just going to keep it till then. <laughs> so then I kept it, and everyone's like, oh, why are you growing a mustache? And I'm like, oh, you know, because of these reasons. But let's talk about this. Yeah. And just pushes into November, like you said. Like, it's a conversation starter. It's crazy how it works. It, just walking around, oh, dude, what's up with the mustache? Yeah. I'm like, oh, let's talk. Yeah. Do you have a minute? And game respects game, too. Yes. Like, it's mostly like, a guy, another guy with it like when i had my big ass beard it was weird it like only the other guys with beards were like hey like nice beard like what do you like they start that conversation but like with a mustache like hey you got that mutual respect yeah. and then but that guy might just be growing the mustache just to grow it like hey man like you get involved and it might be a guy that's like 30 or it might be somebody that's 55 and riding a chopper but like it's something that you can get behind because something um i mean this november 
like what it represents, everybody can relate to it. Like yeah. You know somebody that has, suffers from mental health. Absolutely, or, because yeah. there's a dude in everyone's life, whether it's your father, brother, son, whoever, there's a guy in every single person's life. So this is huge. And, it, you know, we're, we're getting past uh, October, obviously, that has Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So now it's, it's the guy's turn. We'll uh, raise awareness for, for the dudes out there. Yeah, and and, and it, we just just real quick, it's not. Um, we've we've spent a lot of time just focusing on the mental health uh, aspect of it, but it's it's not just mental health. It's not just to raise awareness for suicide. It's overall men's health, right? It's yeah. it's cancers. It's the mental health. Um, I mean, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah. So the other big ones are like prostate cancer and testicular cancer. Those are the most common cancers in men. And like statistically here, like one in nine men will be diagnosed with uh, prostate cancer in their life. That's another number. It's like, damn, you're talking more than one in 10. Like, but how many people is that that you know that are going to have that, which is, yeah, chances are however many people, let's say, you know, a hundred people, 10 of those dudes are going to get, I mean, there's more than a 10% chance that you're going to get it, which is, I mean, it's crazy. So, um, this isn't something, I mean, this isn't, there's no gimmicks here. This isn't, uh, dice isn't trying to raise money so that he, that the fire department can get a new like stereo (laughs) system. All this this goes to Movember. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, just to walk through, you go, you go to the website, you go to the app, you can sign up. Um, I created my profile, uh, don't have any recent mustache picks because I've been going the beard for, for quite a while. So I had to throw it back to a baseball pick of the old uh, Fu Manchu, but um, you can take pictures on there with like tracking your progress. I think, what are we, yeah, has a little, two days uh, out right now? Let's see, yeah, we're two days away. Oh man, I gotta you, start like trimming it and getting I know, it fun. I'm afraid you just um, whack it all off. It doesn't matter though, if, if you can grow, if you got quality facial hair, if you have patchy facial hair. No, it doesn't it matter, does it's not honestly matter. even yeah. better if it's a terrible mustache <laughs> it's funny because you're like, way. oh man, why are you doing that? Yep. Because, let's get real, not everybody, I, honestly, I didn't even know I could grow a mustache until last year. It was the first year I actually, truly did it. But uh, if you got a funky mustache, more people are going to talk to you. What, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, well, I want to raise awareness for this. Men's and, health. And if you're like... So, yeah, you have this little... It's a Mo tracker. And you take all these pictures. You can do it daily, <laughs> weekly. And then you can track the progress of the growth of your mustache. It's pretty sweet. I th- is there also... I mean, I haven't really checked out the app that much. as I've been on the website... Um, I took a couple of pictures the other day. How is there a way to track um, the miles that we do, or is that is that just like an individual thing? I think that's an individual thing. I okay. think you might be able to do it on there. So their big thing is like you don't have to grow a mustache, you don't have to donate, but there's uh, get out and walk, do something, uh, you know, do other things to raise awareness. So I mean, like, even even getting out, dude, just I mean, raise awareness, but. Walking two miles a day, running two miles a day, that extra exercise. I mean, I'm kind of hoping that I discover that, like, maybe in, like, the first time that I can actually run two miles, which it might take a couple <laughs> weeks, but, like, yeah. maybe I'll be like, oh, shit, like, that's a that's a release for me. I've never... Absolutely. The ol- I've only ever looked at running or just, like, punishment. walking. Yeah, it's punishment. <laughs> and it's, like, maybe you listen yeah. to people talk about running, and, and it's just, like, that's their release, that's their... And you get that runner's high or whatever, and I think they're crazy, but, like, maybe <laughs> I'll get that and, and get something new out of that, but get out that, that physical part of it. It's, like, this could push somebody to get out and walk two miles a day, and then maybe in the 30 days they lose a couple pounds and it kicks Yeah, starts. either way, it's healthy for you to get out and just be active because uh, everyone what we, most people i would just go to the gym and cardio especially once i was done baseball i was like run i don't want to run yeah, i was right. told to run for so many years yeah. like like you said punishment out god i hated running now it's like eh, i don't mind it i have to do it i need to see you know kind of in shape supposedly yeah you kind of you have <laughs> you have a little bit of a different responsibility than i do of staying in shape but hey it was always punishment then when it was over it was like ah oh, shit like thank like now I don't, I don't have to go to the workout at six o'clock in the morning. I don't have to do all this running. But then it was like, when I got back, like, oh shit, like I can't not do anything. It yeah. just became lifting. It was like, oh, oh yeah. I'm just going to lift and eat. And it was like, okay, this is stupid. And all these workouts are like helping me in baseball. They don't like, they're not helping me like overall health. And so it's, it's been kind of a weird balance for me, but like I figured out, I mean, the yoga has been huge. And then, I mean, just having the dog has been great because it's like you got to take her out for a while. Exactly. You got to get the energy out. And, I mean, I doubt there's any days that you go to bed 
like with energy, just having a little man running around everywhere. No, and he runs circles around me. I'm yeah. like, God, dude. I always joke because like I had that injury and I'm like, oh, you know, I only have so many steps in a day, but uh, God, he takes them all. Bro, hold on. <laughs> you got to, Mike, you got to explain the injury here. Because I, I only, ca- I don't think I ever got it explained from you. I heard it from other people and it sounded like a horror movie kind of thing or just like a so final destination. Actually, it's weird. November 1st, the day of Movember, uh, was the day it happened. 2017 uh just got bought a new house and i was going to take out the flooring because i was going to put something else in because the you know the builder wanted to charge ridiculous amount for flooring so i'll just take it out myself and do it and so i was breaking up the tile with a a sledgehammer and i had hit hit a piece of the tile and it just shot off right into my leg it's like oh shit i don't think that's that's good (laughs) because i see blood like all the way across the kitchen and then just my body just went hot as could be i'm like man i don't feel so good and then at first instinct, I'm like, oh, damn, I got to stop the bleeding. So I just hold hold above my where it was cut, and I just hop outside. And then uh, my ex-father-in-law, he, he was in the garage helping doing stuff. I'm like, hey, yo, um, I think I need to go to the hospital. And he didn't hear me. He's just, like, cleaning, doing whatever. I don't mean to alarm anybody. I'm like, the hospital I'm like right yo, uh, I need to go to the hospital. And he's like, what? Turns around, he's like, oh, shit. I'm like, yeah, I don't think it's good. I just sit down, we make our own little tourniquet, we drive to the hospital, walk in, they're all kind of looking at me like I'm crazy because we went in through the ambulance entrance. Yeah. I'm like, listen, this is what's going on, I just need to be checked out, like I kind of cut myself, and then they were like, oh my God, and then I was there forever, but I had actually cut through basically everything except for my bone, I cut through my Achilles, uh, nerve bundle, uh, artery, so it was, it was a mess. <sighs> it sucked, but you know what? <laughs> So that, that was, that's that my was joke. Long, I only got so many steps in the day. Yeah, that was, that was a long recovery, though. And Achilles is no joke. Yeah, it took a little while. And then it, how I did it, I, so like in an did it, actual Did it roll like, up? No, it didn't. That's okay, why I didn't think weird. I actually yeah. got it. So I guess when you have the sports injury and you're actually running, it kind of snaps and that's what it does, rolls up. And Probably because it's like super stretched yeah, out or something. Yeah, weird. And then so how I did it, I cut it all funky across um, my leg. And when I went and saw the specialist he was like man you created some difficulty for me like this is not how i usually cut this is what i do and i'm like i don't know if you'll be able to go back to work i'm like listen dude you're supposed to be legit and that's not an option so you you live up to the expectation i've heard from everyone that you're good you're as good as it gets so let's do this that's a that's like a like a kd tearing his achilles I can see the difference. Like you had horror movie murderer slash the Achilles and everything with it injury, like that you really only see if you get sliced. Yeah, it was it's crazy. And then I sent some people because some people were coming over to the house to help me. I'm like, yo, don't don't bother coming over because I got to go to the hospital. Yeah. So uh, they're like, what's going on? I sent him a picture and they're like, haha, real funny. Like mm-hmm. last night was Halloween. Like. <laughs> It's fake. Yeah. I'm like, no, no I, I wish it was. Like, this is real. Like, this happened. <sighs> That's wild. But I'll talk to you in a couple of days, and then we can work on the house. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I mean, let's wrap this up. I know you got to go get the little man from school. Uh, online, us.movember.com, and that's Movember, M-O-V-E-M-B-E-R. Um, just hit the sign up. Um, if you find my page, I'll tweet out uh, just what my – what the, my mo page or whatever yeah, you gotta yeah. send the mo page i'll send that uh out probably i mean i'm gonna post this on today's the 29th i'll probably either, either do it tomorrow um or the next day whenever i shave but i'll put in the link um in the underneath like what your page is what the henderson page is and then what mine is so either way you you're going to be able to find your way to the henderson page and are you cool with other people joining that like get as many people as you can Go for it anyone cool so uh yeah don't hesitate to grab the um jump on the team uh we're not doing this alone we're all trying to raise money for the same cause and all the money that is raised throughout the month is going to november nobody's keeping anything from it from it um do you want to talk about that the party at the end a little bit i'm not sure if that's a uh that's kind of like within the department our little deal but if if there's someone out there that wants to donate anything cool to it to rate because sure. like i said all the money is going back to this november yeah uh, it's charity and november is the leading charity dedicated to changing the face of men's health is how they describe it because obviously the mustache yeah um you know so it's not like we're just donating some 
new small charity that no one knows about. It's yeah. it's the leading one. We right? know exactly where the yeah. money's going. And you can even go, I mean, I was going this morning through the website. You can look at their tax returns. You can look at everything, yeah, where the money It's went. legit. It's They've been legit. doing it for years. Yeah. Um, and hope, hopefully we can be a part of uh, making it bigger. And, and um, I mean, obviously, like I said, you were the really the only connection that I had to it. Um, uh, Dylan Ellis has always had a mustache too and, and done it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you like with the actual like charitable part of it. And like I said before, I'm really excited to get involved. We're going to attach everything on there. Um, so the steps on the website are one, sign up two, accept your 60 mile challenge, uh, which you're crazy if you're not doing. And number three is make it count. Uh, so make it count, spread the word, um, get it out on social media, tell your friends, tell your family. But the biggest thing is going to be, uh, talk about your mustache. When you get out there, someone brings it up. Don't just say, Hey, thanks. Like explain to them why you're growing the mustache. Exactly. Cause you know, the conversation, oh, hey, nice mustache. Oh, yeah, well, I'm actually doing it for this. Maybe you should try it, too. And if you can't grow a mustache, you know, do whatever you can. And like we said, it doesn't have to be the mustache. You don't have to donate. You don't have to do the 60 miles if you want to. Obviously, all of this is encouraged. But uh, if you want to host something, a family get-together to, uh, I don't know, do a little mustache party, whatever, it doesn't matter. I think that that's probably the coolest um the coolest part I, that I find in the whole thing, I mean, obviously, it just as an organization is fantastic, but the throw a party kind of thing, <clears throat> which mm-hmm. I think being my first year, I'm going to follow your lead here and I'm just going to um, kind of just do what you do, maybe just make little adjustments to how I do it, whatever. Um, I'm going to follow, I'm going to post some stuff on social media, like when I'm doing the miles, whatever it is, I'm going to keep track just because it's going to be kind of a personal challenge for me because I'm oh, going to yeah, try, try and get out there and actually run them. Like it's easy. I can walk around the neighborhood three times, you get two miles in, like, yeah. but to run it and actually, and to build up. So I'm, I'm working on myself, but I'm doing it for this. And this is hopefully um, how it's going to start. But next year um, with the host and event thing, I think it's, it's super cool. Uh, I've, so I wanted I wanted to do a, a golf tournament for the podcast. Like I just yeah. I think golf tournaments are fun. Like even though oh, like absolutely. you know you're like even if you're not good, like guys want to get together. But my thought yeah, was, no, I gotta do that. You have to have. There's got to be something involved to where people want to come and and give to something. And I think this is gonna be perfect. And just like teaming up with you this year, I think next year maybe we can get actually with them and have maybe have someone from November come out and we can we can really blow it up. We're, we we oh, have yeah, access absolutely. to. Um, so many people here, I mean, whether we know them or not, whether professional athletes or entertainers, like this is something that people can get behind and they should get behind. And, um, I mean, it's, I'm excited to be a part of it and I'm, I appreciate you helping out with this just in the last couple of days of the process. And I look forward to, uh, the next month getting yeah. even, I mean, getting to know you better, but getting to like get, get behind this more every day. It's fun. It, it really is. And it, w- one of the funny ones, because you talked about hosting the party and whatnot, they have a host a shave down. So shave everything November 1st or October 31st and see what you got. Obviously, I cheat. Um, ah, maybe ne- uh, maybe that's the move next year. Next year, we'll do a little shave down. We'll get all the dudes together, shave, and boom, we can do the Mo Tracker every single day. This is the progress. But uh, uh, the biggest thing is whatever mustache you can grow, we'll save it, bro. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. That's perfect. I love it, man. And I, and you, you obviously are very passionate about it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm, I'm fully in for this. And and Brian's in for this. And hopefully, yeah, that we, we appreciate it. Everyone that wants to join, and obviously, you're gonna post about it. Yeah. And you want to just check out his mo page. Donate. Do whatever you can. Share it. Uh, spread the word. Yeah, just just spread the word. It's not. Yeah. I mean, the more you, the more people you tell about it, the better. So, uh, Dice, thanks for doing this. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Well, I mean, it won't be the last time. We'll get all the guys together and. And we'll do something soon. I mean, we'll see each other this week. Yeah, uh, of course. But yeah. All right, man. Thanks. Right. We'll uh, be back next week. See you later.